Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 21st, 2024. I'm teaching a series entitled Laser Focus on God's Fixed Purpose. The point of this series, the point that I'm going to be teaching all year, is that God has a fixed purpose for you, that God established a purpose for you from the foundations of the world. His purpose for you is fixed. It's not going to change, right? God is immutable. It is. He's unchanging. And so his plan for you was set before you were born. What we got to do is that you and I, we were born ignorant of those plans. So we got to discover it. We got to develop it. We got to deploy into it. We got to find it, follow it, finish it. The goal is to get it done before we die, right? And so as we've been walking this thing out, we've been looking at Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25. And we're going to look at that all year. And then I added like 20 other scriptures to it to lay the foundation for the year. Here we are towards the end of February. I'm still just laying the foundation. We haven't, you know, I mean, we're just laying the foundation for the year. And so we're looking at God's sovereignty, his omniscience, the fact that he already made plans. And I'm going to keep showing you all these different scriptures. So for the last few days, we looked at Proverbs 4 and 25 and Ephesians 2 and 10. Today, we're going to look at Proverbs 4 and 25 and Isaiah 46. 10 and 11. The title of today's message is God Calls the End from the Beginning. Put in the chat, God Calls the End from the Beginning. We serve a God who speaks to your to be stage from your right now stage. God calls the end from the beginning. Get ready for the word. This is going to be good. Open up your heart to receive. All right, so we serve a God who calls the end from the beginning, and we can find peace in that. We can find peace in when God is giving us a glimpse of something, he gives us a dream while we're sleeping, an open vision while we're awake. When he gives us these glimpses of us doing something that we haven't done before, this is God revealing to us the end from the beginning, and we have to believe that since God is not a man, He's not lying. He's going to bring those things to pass. So our confidence has to be in him. Our foundational scripture for the year is Proverbs 4 and 25. This is what the Bible says. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. Put in the chat, I ignore life's distractions. I'm not going to be distracted. And so we looked at Ephesians 2 and 10 along with that for for a few days. And now beginning today, I'm looking at Isaiah chapter 46, verses 10 and 11. Let me read it to you from the easy to read version. The Bible says, in the beginning, I told you what would happen in the end. The King James Version says, God calls the end from the beginning, declaring the end from the beginning. So a long time ago, I told you the things that have not happened yet. And when I plan something, (laughs) it happens. I do whatever I want to. God's saying, look, I told you what's going to happen. And if I said it, if I plan something, it happens. Verse 11 says, I am calling a man from the east to do what I want. And he will come like an eagle, like from a faraway country. Why? Because I told him. And he will do what I planned. And everything I said will happen just like I said it would. Come on, man. But the Bible says God is saying God is bad. God is saying, hey, watch this. I call somebody from over there to come over here. That joker will come like an eagle from a foreign land. 
Why? Because I told him to come. And everything I said is going to happen is, is going to happen just like I said it would. Come on. This is where you can find peace. What does this mean for you today? I can find peace in knowing that God has a plan. God is working. God is not. God is still God. And everything is going to happen in, in the right time. And what God said is going to happen on my life is going to happen. And it's going to happen. So everything is going to happen just like God said it would happen. Why? Because he's not a man. God has this sovereign ability. God is omnipotent. God is omniscient. Omniscient means he knows all things. Omnipotent means he can do anything, right? So he made plans and his plans are immutable. His plans are unfailing. His plans are unyielding. If God said it, he'll perform it. If he declared it, he'll make it good. I am part of, you are part of God's grand design. And so these verses are focused, are helping us to understand that, listen, that my life, your life is, is, is a small part of God's eternal plan, right? So we are living our life. Our story is part of God's story. And so this, this revelation is not just for us to consider, oh, think about it, ooh, contemplate. No, for us to live our lives knowing that we are living out this trajectory, that we are setting our gaze on the path before us with a fixed purpose, and we are ignoring life's distractions. We will not be swayed or moved neither to the left nor to the right. Why? Because God has a plan, and I trust that plan, and I'm going to believe that plan. And, and I know that God's foreknowledge of everything that would happen, he made those plans in accordance with his foreknowledge. So his plans are inerrant. That means he doesn't make a mistake. God, God, God His plans are based on he, the fact that he knows everything. And so I'm going to trust that God knows what he's doing. I'm going to walk and live my life in such a way that I am looking up and not down. I'm looking forward and not backward. I'm trusting that God is going to reveal to me what he needs me to know when he needs me to know it, uh, that God is going to tell me what to do when he needs me to do it. Why? Because I'm not living my life just for me. I'm walking out God's divine purpose and God's divine plan. Say amen to that. When I understand that, I can cut out all the noise. I can ignore life's distractions. I can live with laser focus. Say amen to that. All right. So what does this mean for you today? Three things. Number one, here we go. Understand your divine blueprint. Put in the chat, I have a divine blueprint. Like the, my life, like there's a divine stamp on my life. You can find peace in knowing that God has a plan for you and that he is sovereign. He's sovereign over everything. He's even sovereign over time. So when you, when you realize that God calls the end from the beginning, it's, it's reminding you that, listen, God knows what will happen. God knows when it will happen. And this, this gives you comfort and peace knowing that there was a lot of planning that went into my life, right? So here's something for you to consider. God has an eternal purpose in your temporary existence. I want you to put that in the chat. God has an eternal purpose in my temporary existence. This means that my life on this planet is but a vapor. It is a fleeting life. Like I'm here, this is a short life that God has given me. If I'm here for 70, 80, 90, 100 years, it's still within the annals of time, but a vapor. So my life on this planet is temporary, but God has an eternal purpose in my temporary existence. I can find peace and comfort in knowing that as my life is unfolding, as I'm living out my life, I'm living out a small part of God's eternal plan. 
So, so this helps me to find purpose. This helps me to find peace and comfort. This also emboldens me to overcome challenges and circumstances and things that are difficult. Why? Because I know that God is on me and in me and with me and for me. And what I'm facing right now is only temporary. And so it is subject to change. But what God has called me to do is eternal. And there's this plan that's on my life that is unfolding right before my very eyes. And my life is part of God's story. And so when people read the story of my life, they're actually reading the story of him. God, God is the star. When people read the story of my life, Rick Pina, God wants to be the star on every page. And so I am living my life to glorify his name. My temporary existence is part of an eternal plan. So I live my life with purpose and focus, and I have a zeal and a fervor and a fire. Why? Because I know that I'm part of something that's bigger than me. Say amen to that. Ooh, glory to God. I feel like preaching today. I got to calm down. All right. Our goal should be to align with it. So our goal should be to align with what God has assigned us to do. God's in, in God's omniscience, meaning that God knows everything. He knows the past, the present, and the future. And so God is omniscient. He knows all things. God is omnipotent. That means that he could do whatever he wants and he could, there's nothing God can't do. And so since the fact that God is omniscient, he knows everything, God is omnipotent, he has all power. God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. So now that takes the pressure off of me. That takes the spotlight off of me. Like when I'm living my life and I'm facing like real challenges, I got to remember, wait a minute. God knows everything. God is everywhere. God has all power. God made a plan. I'm not living my life by myself. And so that takes the pressure off of you. So now I could be like, okay, God, look, <laughs> like, you know, you, I'm, I'm, I'm doing what you told me to do. So I need you to tell me, like, what do you want me to do in this situation? I need you to lead God and direct me, right? And because you're God, and I just want to please you, I, I want to provide an active participation in your plans. I need you to, I just want to know, what do you want me to do? Because I know that this thing is not going to fail because you're God, and you told me to do it. And I was not born to fail. I was born to win. And so so when you under, what I'm saying is, you got to have an active part in God's plan. Put in the chat, I have an active part in God's plan. You're not a, you're not a, a spectator. You're a participator. I'm not just sitting here looking, okay, well, I'm going to sit back and see what God does. No, I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? I'm living my life as a co-laborer with Jesus. The life of faith is me actively participating in what I believe God already provided. The, the, the life of faith is me actively participating in what I believe God already planned. And so, Lord, what do you want me to do today? Like like today, like today I'm driving to Maryland and I, and I have a meeting. Tomorrow they want me to go to Maryland too for this other thing. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? When I go and I show up in these places, I believe that your plan, you already had a plan for this meeting. So, Lord, what do you want me to say? How do you want me to do it? I'm going to ignore all distractions. I'm going to submit unto you. I'm living by, I'm not, a, I'm not a spectator. I'm a participator. I want to participate in your plan. I want you to give me the words. I want you to perform the work. I want, I want you to use me as a conduit of your glory on this planet. Your timing is perfect. You, you will always do what you want at, at the right time. The songwriter said, God may not come when you want him, but he's always right on time. You know that song, right? He may not come when you want him, but he's always right on time. Well, let me just say this. If he didn't come when you wanted him, then you wanting him was wrong. You're, you're, like, if, if he didn't come when you wanted him, then your desire was misaligned because God's timing is always perfect. God is never early. God is never late. God is God. And so if he didn't come when you wanted him, then you shouldn't have wanted him at that time. You got to learn how to set your, your watch of 
expectation to God's clock of manifestation, say amen to that. All right, number two, number two. Oh, this is good. The assurance of God's unfailing plan. Put in the chat, God cannot fail. God is God. And so God is not going to fail. God's plan will never fail. You can have unshakable confidence when you know that God made a plan, you believe that you're walking it out, and you know that God's plans can never be thwarted right? So God's plans can never be derailed. God's plans can never be stopped. The devil cannot stop God. Nobody can stop God. God is God. So God's plans can... So your the foundation of your faith is the fact that you believe God's plans. Proverbs 19 and 21 says, God's plans and purposes will prevail. Many of the plans in a man's heart, but God's plans and purposes will prevail. So when you believe that you are living out God's plans and purposes, when you are aligned with God, your, your, your life of faith is saying this, I am going to set my faith in what I believe God has already provided. In times of uncertainties, I'm going to remind myself, what did God say? What did he say over this situation? What did he say over my business or my family or my career or my marriage or my children? What did God say? Let me go back to what God said. Let, let me remember that God can't lie. Right? Let me remind myself that God is not a man that he should lie, neither is he the son of man that he should repent. And so that's going to give me peace, a peace that is unshakable. Why? Because I'm living out a journey that is not random. Uh, so put in the chat, my life is not random. No, my life was planned by God from the foundations of the world. And so I'm not living out something that is random. I'm not living out something that is haphazard. I'm li living out something that is predestined. And so, so no, like when I got born again and, and I started preaching the gospel, nobody in my family, were, you know, had that experience. And so my family thought I was crazy, but now they understand it. Now they see the hand of God. But what, what was that? That was the hand of God. This was a preordained thing. God, I responded to God's heartbeat for my life. Therefore, I'm living my life out, living adventures of faith. Put in the chat, I'm living out adventures of faith, but I'm living out what God already planned. And so since I know that God already planned it, these are good plans. He's, he already planned to give me a future and a hope. I know that that I, I can find peace in knowing that God has a plan. His plans are good. His plans are there to prosper me, to give me a future and a hope. Man, this is going to be good. Why? Because I'm walking out God's plan. So when you live that way, you, you know that, here's another thing, your life has a greater significance when you know that your life is not just about you. If your life was just about you, if your life was just about like you going to parties, buying some stuff, going to the mall, having a little fun, and then dying, like, I mean, like, what's, what's the use of that? Like, I mean, when you understand that your life is about something that's bigger than you, then you can overcome laziness and complacency because you got work to do. Like, like you know that you're like, man, I'm living my life for God. Like, this is part of God's plan. So I, I can overcome laziness and procrastination and complacency when I know that my calling is calling me, when I know that God is calling me to do something that only God can do. And so, so I'm part of God's story. I'm part of God's plan. Number three, last point for today. You must actively participate. I've been telling you this, but I'm going to drive it home in God's eternal plan. Put in the chat. I'm not a spectator. I'm a participator. See, when you grasp the truth that each of us, you have a plan, God has, you know, I have a plan and it's all part of God's grand design and God's grand story. So when you know that God has a story for this world, 
and you're part of it. I'm part of it. And our little part, our life is but a vapor, but we have a role, right? And we have to play our role because our role is unique. And so nobody else gets to play Rick Pina, but Rick Pina. And so we have to play out our role and we have to do it with all of our might. So we, we're living out a story that God dreamed for us. And it's part of a small part of this um, eternal and massive story. And so when you understand that, your life just has a greater level of significance. You, you know that discipline and focus are required, but you're willing to put in the work. You're willing to develop the discipline. You're willing to lock in with laser focus because you know that your life is about something that's bigger than you. So you will put in the work to develop that discipline. You will put in the work to lock in with laser focus. You know that these things are paramount. You know that these things are required, right? And you know that when, when challenges come, because challenges will come, you will remain fixed and focused on God's purpose. You will remain fixed and focused, reminding yourself, wait a minute, God already knew that this was going to happen. This might have caught me off guard but it did not catch God off guard. And because it didn't catch God off guard, I'm not going to sweat it. We're going to get through this. So when you understand all of that, you go from being an observer to a participant, an active player in God's story. And so you're like, okay, Lord, what do I need to do today? You're living your life out um, as a conduit of his love and light in this world, but in very practical and impactful ways. So you're like, okay, Lord, I have a Zoom call at two o'clock today. What do you want me to do today on that call? What do you want me to say? Uh, Lord, how do I need to prepare for my 11 o'clock? Lord, what do you want? Like, you're always like seeking the Lord, just seeking him. I'm not talking about running to the prayer closet. I'm just saying like your heart is open. You know that you're part of a greater story. You know that you're part of a greater design. You know that God calls the end from the beginning. And so, so you're walking this thing out. And here's something I wish I didn't have to tell you, but I have to tell you. When God wrote the story, he's the author. He could have removed all the challenges, but he didn't. God did not remove all the challenges from the story. So God knows, and we know, we need to learn, that the challenges are part of the story. And what we must do with those challenges is overcome the obstacles, push through the challenges, get, go over the mountains, go through all of that, knowing that they are developing us, that our confidence, our character, our faith will be developed really honestly in times of challenge. And, and we have to deal with those challenges and also in times of, of prosperity as well, because you got to know how to deal with success. But all I'm saying is that when you're, when you're dealing with a challenge, just remember that God didn't remove the challenge from the story. So you got to be committed. You got to walk this thing out. You got to be committed to progress. You got to be committed to ignoring those distractions that you are locked in, fixed and focused, that you have a laser focus on God's fixed purpose. That is only a matter of time for God to manifest what he said he's going to do when he's going to do it. Why? Because God's timing is perfect. And so when you're living your life out that way and you know that you're part of God's story, you leave a legacy of righteousness that will impact you, your children, and your children's children. Long after you are gone, long after you are in heaven, your name will hold weight on this planet. Put that in the chat. Say, my name will hold weight on this planet 
long after I'm gone. Why? Because I submitted to playing my role. I submitted to being my, to doing what God called me to do. So I'm just going to be Rick Pina because that's what God has called me. I'm not, God didn't call me to be him or her. I'm just going to be me. And so if I'm, I'm playing my part, I'm playing my role, I'm fulfilling my part in God's overall plan and design, then watch this. I get to glorify God in this world. This is, I am part of God's story for the planet and my, I'm playing my part. And in so doing, God is glorified and the kingdom of God is advancing. Not only is God glorified, but the devil is horrified because he knows that I know who I am and I'm not going to be moved. Put in the chat, say, I know who I am. So, so there was a lot here. I'm probably going to deal with Isaiah 46 and 10 and 11 again tomorrow, but let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I hope that this message encouraged you. If you didn't watch yesterday's message, you better go back and watch that thing. Burning the boats, cutting away. That was good. This was good too. All right, let's close it out. Seal the deal. Lift up your voice. Say this. Say, Father, I declare that I'm living with a laser focus on your fixed purpose for my life. I am intentionally aligning my life with your sovereign plan. Understanding that you already declared the end from the beginning. So I'm going to meditate on your omnipotence and on your omniscience, knowing that you're never going to change your mind and you could do what you want to do whenever you want to do it. So I actively participate in your good works, realizing that I am a co-laborer with Jesus himself. I play my part with laser focus. I ignore all distractions. I trust in your perfect timing. I celebrate what you've called me to do. And I live my life in such a way where you can be glorified and the kingdom will advance. So I declare greater is coming for me because my life is all about you. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, this is today's word. Tomorrow, I'm going to have another one. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, get the notes. I mean, these are good notes. I love you. God loves you more. I want you to do me a favor. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you, and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Go into this day knowing that God calls the end from the beginning. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material, and there's also apparel there as well. Listen, 
Thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.